welcome back to another episode of Between Sermons, where we get to kind of hang out, have uh, a little bit of a dialogue, and really turn our Sunday sermon uh, into uh, a real conversation. Less monologue, more interaction. Uh, And so uh, today we are kicking off a brand new series where we are walking through, as a church, uh, the entire New Testament in six weeks, which... Uh, we're not reading every single word <laughs> from the New Testament, but we're going to get this overview as we walk through, like, what, what are the key things that we need to know? What are some of the things that we should kind of be motivated towards? And then uh, ultimately, what are we supposed to do with it? Because uh, I think that having some head knowledge uh, or getting fired up to do something, but not knowing what the something is, uh, just doesn't do it for me. Like, I, I need to have application, and I think that's the beauty of Scripture. But a lot, enough of that. I get to hang out today with Asa Slaughter, campus pastor extraordinaire. What's up, man? What's up? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever, whatever good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all is well. Um, I think this is a good place to be, walking through the New Testament. Um, all of us need more Jesus, and giving folks kind of a reason to go through it, I think, is yeah. um, is good. Yeah, and, and so our heart with this uh, this series, and especially with this opening message, is uh, we want to not just be people who put reading the Bible as a like a daily to-do list kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about just reading it. It's about studying it. Right. You know, I, I use the example, my, my son has a real hard time chewing food, mm-hmm. and I mean that a little bit sarcastically. He, he, the kid loves food. He loves to eat. But like the so yesterday, uh, we had five guys cheeseburgers, burgers and fries, for lunch. five guys burgers and fries. And like literally, I open up the we had been home for five minutes, and I open up the bag because I went and got changed. So I open up the bag, and there's only four burgers in there, and there's five of us in the family. And I'm like, oh man, they jipped. I'm gonna have to get back in the car. All right, whose meal are they missing? <laughs> and my son Bennett comes walking around the corner. He's been walking around the house just eating the burger, and he's he's got literally like a quarter of the burger left. And he just pops the whole thing in his mouth and swallows. And I'm just like, you've got to chew your food, man. Like, you're going to get sick. But uh, I think a lot of us, we approach scripture, uh, or at least Bible reading, with that same, I don't know, endeavor. We're just going to get through it. We're just going to swallow it as fast as we can. Uh, but it's daily bread. We're supposed to be chewing on it. Like, the the goal here is not just to read. It's to study. What, what's, what's that mean to you? Well, before I get to what that means, it sounds like you need to feed that boy more. <laughs> we feed that boy way too much. Sound uh, like he needs to eat. Um, he's my soccer player, and we always joke, boy, if you keep eating like that, you're going to become the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but um, so as you were saying that, I thought about it like, well, I guess we strategically named it Walk Through the Bible. Yeah. Not run, run through. <laughs> yeah, Slow yeah, down yeah. and walk through it. Take some time um, with it. So it is, it is a good thing to actually sit and take in what's in front of you more than trying to tackle so much stuff stuff and not really having an idea of what you just read. Um, For me, um, reading was never something that I liked until I got into the Word. Um, I hated reading in school. And part of it was because I didn't comprehend what I was reading most of the time. So my approach to the Bible kind of had to be a slowdown and what am I reading and how does this apply. So I kind of have to take that approach, which if I cared more about school going through it back in the day, I would have actually listened and and slowed down. But it was about getting the assignment done instead of really learning the stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it. So, So here, the Bible to me is, it's awesome. Right. Like, so it's, it's God's word for us. Mm-hmm. Like he's, yeah. I, it, it's crazy to me how many times I talk to people. They're like, I just wish God would speak to me. Yeah. I'm like, well, what'd you read in your Bible today? And they're like, oh, I haven't read today. 
I'm like, uh, when's the last time you read your Bible? And they're, they're desperate for God to speak to them, but not reading what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, for me, this, this getting getting the Bible into us is, is, is probably, like, after salvation, it's the most important mm-hmm. uh, part of a Christian's walk. Yeah. Uh, I would even put it above prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, prayer is great. Prayer is fantastic. But, man, if you don't have good Bible, you don't have good prayers. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, the thing about it is with with – so it's such a fight. Everything's fighting for you not to get in the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, it's just distractions everywhere. And it's not by mistake. I mean, um, the enemy's well aware that an unbibled Christian yeah, yeah. really has no power. The yeah. power is in actually hearing what God's word says from the word and then letting that word speak to you so that you can act yep. on the word of God. So without you like constantly putting in you what God is saying, you're really not going to have the the faith to move or to act or to do something yeah. different. It's going to be hard for God to bring something to your remembrance that you never read. Um, the Bible talks about he'll bring all things to your remembrance. Well, somebody's word that he's speaking yeah, yeah. to you. So if you've never read it, he can't help you remember it in that moment, um, in that time where you need to, to remember it. Yeah. So, yeah, and even the prayer life, yes. I mean, it's so many times I just need to pray the word. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to pray anyway, yep. but I could look at the word and come across a scripture and think I need to be praying that for my life or that's what I need to pray for this person yeah. that asked about prayer. Um, so, yes, you, you need the word for everything. Yeah. So when it comes to Old Testament, New Testament, where do you like to spend the majority of your time? Are you a hang out um, in the New Testament guy? Are you a camp in the Old Testament? Are you a kind of 50 50 where, where do you spend i would time? say it's a, a both and it depends on the moment the season okay. um it depends on what's speaking to me at that at that time um i love uh i love both i mean i, I love the once i got a better understanding of how everything in the old testament is pointing toward christ yeah yeah um and then the idea that the new testament is pointing back to christ but everything the bible is pointing toward christ so um that helped me in being able to kind of understand as i walk through the old testament um of okay there's something in here that's going to point me to jesus you know what i mean it might be a story about david but it's pointing me to the christ to come so that understanding really helped me to embrace the old testament a little bit more um, but I like them both. I, okay. give, give me either. <laughs> both and? Both and. All the time. Yeah. All right. So, um, obviously, we're pastors. Mm-hmm. Like, our our whole life is just read the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's got to be easy Should for you, be. right? Super no. easy, right? No. Just, the Bible just <laughs> so easy to just sit down and just spend hours and hours and hours. So this is what I can say. In the moment while doing it, it's wonderful. Getting there is the hard part because it's life. It's kids. It's wife. It's work. It's random phone calls. It's it's life. Um, Life happens, and you have to be intentional on spending time in the Bible, spending time with the Bible. And, you know, there's so many ways you'll hear on how to do it, do it early, do it late, do it in the middle. But at the end of the day, it's really about doing it. Um, I like how you talked about that in a – message um earlier i think it was the summer might have been in the spring but just about um throughout the day you want to tithe your time you want to get two hours and 40 minutes of jesus in there throughout the day and see if you can do that versus trying to sit down for two hours and doing something um and it's the same approach of reading the word it's like it's no bad time to 
take it and read yeah. it. I mean, I can be sitting waiting to pick up a child from school. Well, yeah, maybe I missed my time this morning because like like today, my son left his Chromebook at home and it wasn't until I arrived here at 745 that I saw the text message that from 15 minutes earlier that he left it. Well, my plan was to come in here at 745 and sit Bible. down and read the Bible. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen because I had to do a 30 minute go back home, get his Chromebook, take it to school. But in moments where it's like, okay, pick up time, I'm sitting here, I got 10 minutes, open it up, take a look at it. Um, you can look at one scripture and it it could make your day <laughs> um, just by taking the time to look at it yeah. um, at some point. So. so so what would you say to somebody that's like, man, I, I know I'm supposed to read the Bible. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to. Um, I would say do it because you know the importance of it. And then I believe that if you do it, that eventually you'll have that want to. Yeah. Um, I think you can just do it first. If you got to do it out of yeah. – because your mama told you to do it type yeah. of thing. I think that if your heart is toward God, that reading his word is eventually, it's going to be something that pulls you toward it. Um, it right. can be unenjoyable and then become enjoyable later. Yeah. And, and just look, I love the Bible. That doesn't mean I love reading it every time I read mm -hmm. it. Uh, yeah. Like there are times when, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm not getting anything out of this mm -hmm. one. I, I've heard this story too many times or I'm in the beatitude or not the beatitude, the, uh, the genealogy. Mm -hmm. I love the Beatitudes. Beatitudes mm -hmm. is tons of fun. Right. But the genealogy, not so much. Right? Just all the names, yeah, all the names, all the names. And I'm just like, oh, come on, let's get through this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I like, I, but I think that this isn't foreign to life, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we experience this with so many other things. Like, is it fun to, to go work out? For, for for most some. normal people, no, it's not. <laughs> what like, do you, what do you consider normal? <laughs> the, the, the weirdos that love to run marathons. Sorry, that's 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 him. I love uh, to do it, but it's kind of similar to the Bible. There's a lot of things that get in the way yeah. um, to stop me from doing it. And there, there's always going to be a reason why right now is not the right time or right mm -hmm. now is not a good time. Yeah. Or, man, if, if I do this, I'm going to have to sacrifice something else in my life. Yeah. And, man, that welcome to adulthood. Yeah. Like yeah. being an adult and being a Christian means you're going to make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to make choices. Like, am I going to eat this thing that I know I shouldn't eat? No, I'm, I'm going to make the right decision and not do that today. Or, hey, am I going to take the time to wake up early so I can go work out? Do I want to wake up early and go work out? No. Does my body need it? Yes. Okay, so we'll do it. Well, same thing's true with the, the reading your Bible. Like your spirit, your body, your mind, your heart, all of it needs this moment. And so whether you feel like it or don't feel like it, I don't care. Like you yeah. just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, it's almost like uh, – You'll get the benefit whether yeah. you're really wanting to Got be a bad there or attitude not. About yeah, you you'll get the benefit because even in, through that bad attitude. Well, I can tell you this: I was told plenty of things by my mother growing up that I had a bad attitude about receiving. But I can guarantee you, at this age, some of those things have spoke to me, yeah. and I've gotten the benefit of it. Even though at the moment that I was receiving it, my heart wasn't right, but it stayed there long enough for my heart to align with that truth. Yeah. Um, so. Yes, it's much better to be in a place of the right heart, receiving it the right way. But with God's word, it's true. It's not going to change. And even if you ain't receiving it right now, because it's alive, yeah. it could come back to you later and um, true. and get you where you need to be. So yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. So, so for the person that's saying, I know I'm supposed to read the Bible, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm. The answer is suck it up, Sally. Yeah. You just, you gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah. Okay. So for the person that's saying, I know I'm supposed to read the Bible, but I just, 
I'm I'm having a hard time understanding what I'm reading. It just mm-hmm. it's maybe maybe they didn't do good in school or or whatever, and it's just like man, this feels like it's school all over again. And I just I don't understand what I'm reading. What, what advice would you give to that that person? Um, well, you gave some good advice on it yesterday about start with prayer. Um, say, Lord, help me with what I'm about yeah, to read. Yeah. And it don't have to be the sit down, get on my <laughs> knees, and put my hands together. Start with prayer, but talk to God. Um, Ultimately, he um, he'll meet you where you are. Um, So his word, like, well, like I just said, because it's alive, you may not comprehend necessarily. Um, You may not comprehend in that moment. But there's a lot of light bulb moments when it comes to reading God's word. Like I could not understand a specific thing, um, but get understanding later, whether that's through teaching, whether that's through me reading it again, whether that's through um, a song um, could be could be singing scripture. And it's like, oh. I, 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 I kind of got that. Yeah. So it can come from a lot of different angles. Um, it can come from conversations. Talk to somebody yeah. and try to get the proper understanding, the proper context of how it was being said. Um, but I think the more that you meditate it, the more that you think about it. And when I say meditate, it's thinking on it. The more you yeah. think on it, the more you talk to people about it, um, the better the understanding in time. Yeah. But I, I think the trick is to be frustrated that you may not understand right there in that moment. Um, and that's okay. That yeah. that's okay because understanding can come later. Yeah, and that, that honestly, that's one of the fun things for me as a as a preacher. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times what happens often, where I'll teach on a passage mm-hmm. or I'll use a passage in a sermon. It's not even the focal point, but I'll use it and I'll I'll make a reference or I'll, I'll just say, hey, when he says this, this is what he, he right, means, and right. then we move on. And then in the lobby, or I'll get a message from somebody and be like, I've been, I've been sitting with that verse and I haven't been able to figure out like what it means. And then you use it today. Mm-hmm. It, that, that helped me to, to understand it. So like if, if you're, if you have questions, you know, I, I think I said in, in one of the services, you know, when in doubt, talk it out. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you don't know what it's trying to say or what it's communicating, then talk with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that may be just the pure benefit of just being a part of a church, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like go to church, yeah. listen to sermons. We're not just doing that for our benefit. Like we're, we're doing it for you. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to talk about scriptures that maybe you've got questions about. Mm-hmm. We even do some series throughout the year where, mm-hmm. where we're going to specifically take scriptures that we know people have a hard time with Mm -hmm. and we're going to try and unpack it for them. Mm -hmm. That's why we tell people get in a life group, right? Like even, uh, you know, you're in my life group and, uh, it's a purely social group, but you've been there when somebody's like, Hey, I was reading in my Bible. What does this mean? Mm -hmm. Or, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, and we get into some, it's a social group. We're there to have dinner and play games, but we still end up answering questions about scripture and the Bible. And I get people stop me in the lobby and Mm -hmm. utilize the resources that are out there yeah. to find the answers. Yeah. yeah. And even uh, yesterday after service, um, I was talking to someone and they got a big decision to make. And um, the scripture just uh, came up to me about, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart. But I was talking to that person about how you aligning your heart with God yeah. is truly what that's talking about to yeah. me. It's not about anything you want yeah. is what you're going to get. Really want that Aston Martin. You're right. That, that's not what it's about, but it's about, <laughs> You going to God saying, I want to align my heart with what you have for my yeah. life. And then praying that, um, that, that your decision that you're going to make, that he will give you wisdom on that. First, I want my heart aligned with where, where yeah. you want it to be. And then I'm like, from there, that's where you'll find your answer. You just work on getting your heart aligned with God. If he wants you to go somewhere and your heart is toward that, then you'll get that answer you need or it'll come when it's supposed to come. Yeah. I said, but if your heart is just on, 
oh man, I'm about to make more money, so I feel like I should do this. I'm like, that's not, that's not, you don't want to make decisions based off of that. You want to make decisions based on you aligning your heart yeah. with God's heart. So it, she, well, to, to go with that, how it ties to scripture, she's like, man, I've seen that scripture forever, but I never really interpreted it like that. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just through conversation, yep. she got an answer to something that she never really yep. quite understood. And got better clarity on a passage, yeah. on a scripture. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so that's good. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, part of it with that, you talked about, you know, aligning with the heart of God, getting mm-hmm. getting aligned with God. You cannot know the heart of God if you're not yeah. reading his word. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's in the pages of scripture yeah. that he's He's showing you who he is. Yeah. He's showing you what he cares about. He's showing mm-hmm. you what he wants. Like I, I think it's awesome that we read in scripture, like, God has a plan and a purpose for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And and what that plan and purpose is, is found in the pages of scripture, as, yeah. as Paul told Timothy. Right. Like it, this word is going to equip you and prepare mm-hmm. you for the good work that, that God has mm-hmm. for you. Uh, I, I even love in the in the the translation I used yesterday. It says for every good work. Right. Like it's not even just yeah. a one off, mm-hmm. but it's like everything that God has for you. Mm-hmm. You can find the solution. You can find the answers. You can right. find the preparation yeah. and, and the everything about it mm-hmm. within the pages of scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And even that for every good work, I, I that just jumped out to me now, just talking about that with yeah. you. Like, I've seen that scripture. I know that scripture. But that every good work yeah. now stands out just from this conversation. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, I'm that type of believer, though, that I feel like, hey, God is good and he wants good for me. Yeah. But that every good work now is standing out to me just from having this conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's really good. And earlier, as you're talking about, if you don't want to get in your Bible, a lot of people know the phrase, hey, it's a sacrifice of praise. I was uh-huh. telling the guy yesterday, he was like, ah, got to go up here and sing, but I'm tired and I got <laughs> this going on. And I was like, that's why it's a sacrifice of praise. And he kind of got fired up and was ready to go. But it's the same thing. It's a sacrifice of reading your word. Yeah. I mean, you just have to sacrifice sometimes and do it because you know yeah. it's right. You know it's good for you. And you know it's God's word to you. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it, you could almost be an immature child about the yep. word and not really yep. – um, I got great kids, right? But you do my son kids. is at that age where it's like there's a natural, I don't want to really take your advice because I know how this works type of thing that's going on right now as he uh, journeys into high school. Yep. And um, I was just telling his sister, I'm like, uh, some of these things I'm telling you whether you like it or not, it doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make it it's good for you. Whether you want to accept it right now or not, this is good for you. And at some yeah. point you'll accept it. So we could be that way as Christians where we're just like, we know it's good for us, but we want to just resist and we know how to do it and not take the time to really just submit to the fact that we don't know. We really don't know. So Lord, help me. <laughs> um, and I think that's the approach you got to take. You got to take the, I don't know. Yeah. So Jesus help um, in most situations. Some of them, you know, and the more you get in the word, the more you will know in those moments and you may not as much have to um the more you get in you the more it can speak to you in those moments where it's not like i gotta go sit down and figure out what does the word even say about this the more you get into it and you're prepared beforehand it's like you're you've lifted all the weights and done all of the training before you get to the game and that's the idea with being in the word is you want to get it in you so that when trials and tribulations come you already know what word to be standing on 100 i don't think i talked about it yesterday but i've I've talked about it in other times when i'm teaching people how to study the bible Mm -hmm. like 
the the issue is for a lot of us we we try and go to scripture after the fact right so it's like i'm i'm in a crisis moment mm-hmm. let me quickly go try and find scripture right. that will help me in this moment yeah. and it's like okay if if you would just do it in the correct order mm-hmm. get the word and then you've already got it when the crisis moment happens mm-hmm. like you're going to be so much better yeah. off yeah. but i i think a lot of us we live in this kind of a reactionary mm-hmm. like uh-oh, something happened. Let me Google real quick. Right. What does the Bible say about? <laughs> right. You know? yeah, but, but if you just know what the Bible yeah. says about. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, use the resources, you know, if you got, if, if you need the refresher. Yeah. But I think it would solve a lot of problems if we got in the word first. Yeah. And then it, we just had it. And, yeah. and you can even pray that. Like, hey, God, remind me of this passage when I need it most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm going to need it. Mm-hmm. Like, you put it in the, the books yeah. for me yeah. because I'm going to need it. Yeah. Like, even the most obscure things. Like, I... Man, I, I was reading uh, Old Testament one time, uh, and Abraham, it, it talks about Abram chasing away birds mm-hmm. uh, with his staff. And I was in this, uh, I was doing this challenge mm-hmm. where I was reading through the entire Bible in like three months. And so I had to read a lot every day. Mm-hmm. And this was like at the end of one of the day's readings. And I'm like, God, I feel like you just inflated the Bible just to make me suffer. <laughs> right. Like you just stuck stuff in here that I didn't need right. so that I would just, you know, have to sit here for an extra 10 minutes to read about uh, Abram chasing birds with a stick. Yeah. Like I was like, I was really mad at God yeah. for putting that in the Bible. Yeah. And then and it was like Holy better. Spirit moment where it was like, <laughs> Hey, he, he was protecting his worship mm-hmm. and I need you to protect your worship. Right. You let birds come in and steal and distract you. And it robs me of the sacrifice that I'm supposed to be receiving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Like it was yeah. like I was I was mad at this dumb verse that yeah. ended up like that verse has impacted my life greatly mm-hmm. ever since. And yeah. it was just it just I needed the Holy Spirit to say, yeah. hey, there, there's a reason that this is here. Yeah. Uh, and now, like I have that verse, and so now I don't allow like when I'm when it's worship time, mm-hmm. when it's prayer time, when it's Bible reading time. Like I'm more cautious of okay, what are the birds mm-hmm. that are trying to steal yeah. what I'm trying to give yeah. to God? Yeah, that's so good. It's it's um everything in there is so purposeful and we may not get it when we when we want it. I mean, you you had no idea, but the Lord showed you that in in a different moment. Um, And it's it's just such a purpose. You have to approach it like, okay, I know that God got it in here for something, even if it even if today ain't the day that I understand it. You got to be okay with not understanding everything in there. And that's okay. But you have to trust God enough that in the moment that you may need it. He can give it to you. Yep. And usually in my experience, the give it to you is giving me his word that I've already seen. Yeah. I rarely do. I have this. I just got this word moment from God. That's not in the word. Yeah. No, no. Like that's not a really. Well, a and thing. that's even supposed to be what we do. Like if, if you get a word that you think is from God, yeah. just, if it's contrary to scripture. Yeah then that wasn't God right. speaking to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's never a the Lord giving me guidance. That's not his word. It's just, that's not, that's just not a thing. Um, So his word is of the utmost importance. And um, I don't know, it's just good, man. And I, and even back to the, the, I don't want to do it. I remember so much word from when I was a teen being forced (laughs) going to church, but just because I was sitting under the word, 
I, I've come on situations in my life where I know I ain't looked at that or seen that in a long time. Yep. But it came from one of those moments where mama had me at church. Yep. Um, you know what I mean? What, so, what translation were you getting fed? So like, because I've, I've Oh, back I've in the day? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've discovered this thing that's like the, the translation that we learned as mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, like, that's what you remember. When you, when, yeah, like it's, it's the thing that even if you weren't intending to memorize it, yeah. like it's just, it's in you mm-hmm. in that translation. Absolutely. So. King James. King James. King James back in old days. <laughs> Um, yep. So, yeah, usually when I'm hearing is King James. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Mine so. was the the NIV, the New okay. International Version. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because so like because uh, it wasn't just when I was a kid. When I was a kid, there was probably a lot of King James mm-hmm. stuff, but we had already kind of started moving in the NIV. Uh, but uh, when I was in like college age, when I was actually intending mm-hmm. to memorize, it was always NIV was the only thing that they would give us right. uh, to to memorize from. And so like, there's so many times where I'm like reading a verse, and it, if I'm not reading in the NIV, my brain is like fighting against me. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not what it says. Right. right. Yeah. No. That's 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 definitely a thing. Because um, it even throws me off sometimes when I'm. I, it's a scripture I know, but if I'm reading it in a different translation, I can't recite it. I, it's, it's it's hard to read it. Yeah. Like not just recite it back. It's hard to actually to read it because yeah. my brain is filling you did in that the words. This I did that. Yeah, this morning you read from a amplified uh, yes. translation. Yes, but you skipped. <laughs> you yes. skipped a portion because it wasn't in the. Original. I actually did that yesterday too, reading the <laughs> um, Malachi. Reading Malachi yesterday, I was saying it in the King James version while reading it in whatever version I told them to put up there. <laughs> yep. The MEV. It was just. It was weird. So that happens all the time. Yep. But fun times. Yeah, but that's how you know that that word is in you. Yeah. Um, I didn't purposely put it there that way but he's bringing it to my remembrance that way (laughs) so it's it's pretty cool all right so we kind of got on a rabbit trail there i think but um so we started off with uh so like people that are are struggling to 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 really study the bible Mm -hmm. uh so part of the issue is um we've got to learn how to sacrifice like are you going to want to do this all the time no but your life is filled with doing things that you don't want to do because it's the right thing to do and it's beneficial to you so we're going to go ahead and do that the other objections for people that are like, man, I just struggle when I read. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand what I'm reading. Um, I think you know we we gave some great advice already, but I would just add to that: there are so many resources out there. Mm-hmm. Like, utilize the resources. Yeah. There, there's YouTube uh, channels. There's videos. There's sermons. There's podcasts. There's um, blog posts. You know, there's uh, there's websites like GotQuestions.org. Mm-hmm. That man, if, if you are curious, um, if you are struggling with something, like there are resources out there that, mm-hmm. that you can utilize. Now, yeah. the caution is not every resource is going to be great. Yeah. I run into that all the time when I'll be researching something for a, a sermon and like, I'll just click on the first link and I won't even, I'll be like, uh, a, a, like a page into like reading this thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wait a minute, who, who is this? <laughs> right. and I'll go back and it's Jehovah Witness. Yeah. It's like, man, Jehovah's Witness have like monopolized right. Google search history. Mm-hmm. So like, it's yeah. just, yeah. it's crazy. And I'm like, no, this is bad theology. We gotta, we gotta get out of that. So some caution, yeah, of course. Yeah. But there's also some great resources that will help you when you have questions. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of that too is leaning into that community, um, leaning yeah, yeah. into those that yeah. you go to church with. That you know, we come from a lot of different backgrounds, but um, in in this yeah. space that we're in now, we're learning and learning under the mm-hmm. same leadership. Um, so lean into some of the resources that they're using. Um, yeah. Talk talk to people about yeah. what they're listening to and yeah. and using, and you'll you'll discover a lot of things. I would say, like when I came to CLC, I am um, I align a whole lot, but there's a lot of people that I never even knew that 
um, just being in this circle that a lot of people are listening to yeah. and get fed from. I didn't yeah. even know who they were. Some yeah. of them I like, some of them I don't. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But um, but it just opens my eyes to different people Absolutely. that's preaching, different music, yep. different things like that, just being in a community yeah. and hearing um, who others are listening to. Okay, so speaking of all that, what resources would you recommend to somebody? What, what, what resources? Are you, like, yeah, so like – um, like, uh, do you have a Bible uh, study app that you use or a Bible study program or website? Do you have uh, YouTubers that you would recommend? Like, who would, if, if somebody's wanting to go a little bit deeper in their mm -hmm. Bible study, what would you recommend? What resources? So I'm, the simple, the simplest form of what I do is simply read the word. Now, I like to, I like a concordance, a good concordance that's going to tell me what that Hebrew word meant. Yeah. Um, because I get a lot from actually um, I get a lot of understanding from figuring out, okay, what did that word really mean and how is it being used yeah. throughout the Bible? Now, I got a digital program that makes life so much easier with that, which I use now, um, which is Logos. But I'm trying to think of a cheaper version that I was using before Logos. Uh, so there's Blue Letter Bible. I've used that before. Blue Letter That's Bible a good is pretty one. decent. Uh, Bible um, Gateway actually has Bible uh, Gateway. Some stuff, yeah, I have some that up, yeah. things. Bible Gateway is good. Um, but it's just good to be able to, um, as you're studying, learn what what's actually being said yeah. there you talked about it a little bit how it's three words three or four words for love and we got yeah. love yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and they got brotherly love and you know they got it's different it's different so to really get context on certain scriptures you really yeah. need that sometimes yeah um and but you have to you have to want to yeah. look for resources and things like that yeah. um when it comes to me i'm so stuck in a so i just went through bible school and I got these two years worth of classes that's video. Yeah. Um, so I'm usually stuck in some cycle of um, going back, going through my Bible school stuff because, like I talked about earlier, about reading comprehension and things like that with school. You I was getting it, through school. Yeah, yeah, I was getting through school. Um, but now I can take the time to go back and slowly go through these things and actually stop. Yeah. Read the scripture, see what the scripture says, compare it to other scriptures. I love, um, you know, a lot of Bibles have the the, the relative scripture right within yep. the passage. I love yep. to stop and go see what that scripture says and how it compares. Yeah. Um, so a lot of my resource lately, I've just yeah. been in this bubble of still going through Bible school because it's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's only so much time in a day. So that's yeah. kind of where I am um, at the moment. Um, so... Yeah, that's what I, I use most I, I would add it even to that. Like, I, I can't stress how great it is to just have a study Bible. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because I talk to people all the time that are like, I don't know if they're afraid of it because yeah. it says study mm -hmm. Bible. And they think, oh, that's like a pastor's resource or something. It's mm -hmm. like, no, no, no. Like, this, yeah. these are great. Like, I've, I've got so many different variants mm -hmm. of study Bibles. And each one gives me such uh, depth and nuance to mm -hmm. scripture. So, like... My first study Bible was like the the bread and butter of the time. It was mm -hmm. the New Living Translate New Living Translation uh, Life Study Bible. Mm -hmm. Like it's like one of the most uh, widely sold study Bibles yeah. ever. Got great content in it. I also picked one up uh, that is the Jesus Centered Study Bible, mm -hmm. which is really cool because even in the Old Testament they'll give like. Uh, side notes mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, this is a reflection of Jesus or, hey, Jesus actually quotes this scripture. Right. Uh, and so like throughout from Genesis all the way to Revelation, mm -hmm. it's pointing out Jesus right. throughout the Bible, which as you started off talking about, like 
the old points up to the to Jesus, yeah. the new points back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, that was a really cool study Bible. But man, find a translation you like, and then pick out a study Bible, and yeah. you'll get more from it. It'll give you insights from scholars mm-hmm. uh, instead of it just being up to well, what does Asa think about this? Yeah, yeah. And my main Bible that I use now when I use paper is my I got a modern English version, mm-hmm. Kenneth Copeland study Bible. Yeah. So it's commentary um, from his study, and then I have this whole. Um, Proverbs um, study study. Yeah. It's not really a Bible, but it is a Bible. But um, a commentary that's on all the Proverbs. So different nice. things like that. Surely I use. Um, what I'm doing now though is walking through the Gospels, um, but in chronological order. Okay. Um, nice. So I'm reading a little bit from Matthew, yeah. and then at the same it time, ties the stories. Yeah, it yeah. ties it together chronologically. So yeah. it's jumping around. Um, from the four Gospels, but doing it all at the same time. So if we're talking about one story of Jesus, yeah. now we're going to go from Matthew to Mark and talk about what Mark, how Mark said it and yeah, how yeah. Luke said it, so on and so forth. So I'm really enjoying that yeah. um, right now. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I, I did a, a chronological full Bible mm-hmm. uh, like two or three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just like, man, there there was moments that even as a as a pastor guy that studies the Bible, there was there was moments where I was like, did that really happen next? Right. Like right. in my head, that was like a hundred years later, mm-hmm. but it was like, no, yeah. it's it's side by side. Yeah, yeah, it's so pretty cool. cool. It's the first time I'm actually doing it that way. Okay. I've attempted to do the whole Bible chronologically, and yeah. I started and stopped before I ever got rolling. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the first time I'm really getting rolling. Because Deuteronomy, doing, Numbers, yeah. uh, Leviticus, those are rough. Those, those are just terrible. Are, but there's purpose in there. there I talked is, about but, that earlier. And it's funny. It's it, like the number of people that say, you know, I, I wanted to read through the, the whole Bible. So uh-huh. I started in Genesis. Genesis was great. I was doing great in Exodus. <laughs> and I got out of Exodus and it was just like, oh, I, I couldn't do it anymore. And it was like, yeah, because you got into Leviticus, Numbers, yeah. and Deuteronomy. Yeah, like, buddy. Like those are rough. Yeah, those just, are if you can rough. make it to Joshua, it picks up again. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and hey, you know, you don't have to go from page one to the end it's okay to jump around yeah um it's 66 books yeah yeah not just one book so it's okay to uh, pick a book and go yeah Um, and and i love what you said pick a book because um that's one of the things that i would also love to emphasize for people like mm -hmm. um chapter and verse is a modern invention right in the bible so like uh the the books of the bible are actually meant to be consumed as a book Mm -hmm. like you doesn't necessarily mean you have to read it all in one sitting, yeah. but that's when we get into a lot of trouble is when we start taking verses out of context mm-hmm. and it's like, well, this verse is great here. And it's like, yeah, but read the whole chapter, right? Read the whole yeah. book. What is the book talking about? Mm-hmm. What, what's the purpose of it? And yeah. so, man, I, I think the, the, that we can all benefit from just taking one book at a time mm-hmm. and whether that's in order or out of order, yeah. you know, cool. But, Take the whole book. Like, yeah. don't get two pages in and then jump to a new thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, but take some time with it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, so some other resources I would recommend. Um, uh, so we've talked about uh, him uh, a few times in the podcast before. Mike Winger mm-hmm. has a YouTube channel. Fantastic content. I don't agree with 100% of what he says, uh, but I'm like 95% there. There's like one or two issues that we disagree on interpretation of. Mm-hmm. And, and both of those issues, he up front says – Hey, you know, this isn't a heaven and hell issue. This isn't, he's like, I've, my opinion on this has changed before right. and it might change again. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I can appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. But Mike Winger on YouTube has some great, great stuff. Uh, Bible project. If you're wanting to just get some understanding yeah. of what, 
what is this ch- this book about? Like mm-hmm. they do an actual, they do a video for each book of the Bible. Yeah. And so you can say, hey, I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to read Job tomorrow. Let mm-hmm. me let me listen to Bible Project first and yeah. see what they have to say about it. And it gives you kind of an overview. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of great resources yeah. out there. Yeah, I've seen some of the Bible Project stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Cool. Yeah. I actually uh, one thing that I like. Um, and it's on right now media. Everybody may not have that, but if you go to CLC, you got access. Um, but it's a, uh, it's it's about uh, I'm drawing a blank, digging up the stones. What's that called? Digging through the earth. Um, <laughs> archaeology. archaeology. Yeah, it's a big archaeology okay. series that's really good. And earlier when I was talking about all of it has purpose. Well, in that series, they talk about how the Bible gives them clues on where to go. Like it'll tell you a city that may not be there, but it'll tell you that it's this many cubits. And so, you know, it'll tell you the distance from something that is still there. So a lot of the findings that they have are coming from some of those things in the Bible that you would think are like irrelevant or boring. Um, But it's giving clues for people to discover um, the Bible. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, All right. So we mentioned picking a translation. I know that there's people that, man, they live and die by their King James Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fantastic translation. It's still a great translation as far as accuracy, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just not language we use yeah. in, in modern time. And so, like, it's okay to to leave your mom and dad's King James yeah. version at home and, and find a translation that, that works for you. Mm-hmm. What, what's your go-to? So mine is the modern English modern version, English. which okay. is based off the King James. Yep. Just try to make it they simple. It, <laughs> yeah, yep. make it simple. Um, I do like, well, just from having to teach around here, um, I refer to the ERV a lot, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't even know much about the ERV yep. until I saw you using it, which I like some of the simple ways that they put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it does help in teaching a, a broad audience. You mm-hmm. know, if, if I'm trying to teach scholars or people that have spent a lot of time in the Word, then mm-hmm. ERV is probably not going to be my go-to. Yeah. Uh, but when you have a broad audience, I mean, you know, I get people coming up to me on Sunday that say, hey, so I, I, I don't own a Bible. I yeah. should probably get one, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you, yeah probably. you probably should. You know, and <laughs> so if idea. I've got that in my audience, then, you know, King James is going to be like yeah. right over the head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, ERV is cool. Yeah, I, I love the Amplified just because it takes some of those, you know, what I said I like to do, take a word and expound yeah. on it. Well, the Amplified kind of does that. Right? <laughs> um, it'll take a word and in brackets or parentheses uh, you'll have, uh, you know, more words yeah. that mean what, what, what it was supposed to say. So I love that. Um, and then I I do like the NASB mm-hmm. um, just because it's I yeah. I like the reliability of it without yeah. King James and his yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, so that's usually the ones that yeah. I, that, I think that right now there's probably two camps. Uh, it's the NASB people mm-hmm. and the ESV people. Yeah, I I happen to fall on the ESV side. Yeah. I like the ESV. I haven't read a lot of the ESV for whatever reason. Maybe we'll swap Bibles sometime. Yeah. I'll, I'll read from yours. You read yeah. from mine. All right, we'll work it out. You see all my commentary, and they'll be like, Asa, it's screwed up. What is he writing in this Bible? No. All right, that, that's a great great question. So when you're studying the Bible, are you a writer? Are you a highlighter? What do you do? So historically, I was a highlighter and a write right there in my Bible. Now that I'm more digital, um, I kind of keep my Holy Spirit thoughts is what I call yeah. it. So kind of what, what do I believe the Lord is showing me as I'm reading the Scripture? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do that all now in 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 the uh you know the platform that i use Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm definitely a uh just jot down what i'm getting from it in the moment um i'll even like it's almost like summarizing the little sections yeah um you know how the bible i have 
it'll name what the next 12 scriptures are about. So it's like I would take that section and kind of summarize it in my own words. Yeah. So I do a lot of different things, really. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's funny. I'm a I'm a big digital guy too. Mm-hmm. Uh but when it comes to Bible, like I I want I'm tactile. Yeah. Like I yeah. want I want it. And so uh my wife made fun of me the other day, but I think she's in the wrong. But I have a little pencil case. Like uh-huh. it's very massive. It's just straight black. Like there's no <laughs> No, like cartoon figures uh-huh. on it or anything, right. but it's just masculine. a small pencil case. And inside are uh, some Bible highlighters mm-hmm. uh, and these special Bible pens so it mm-hmm. won't bleed through and yeah. stuff. So, like, when I study, like, if you if, if you want to see Brent really studying, mm-hmm. you're going to see that pencil case out because yeah. yeah. uh, I need to highlight. I need to make notes because uh, I've, I've tried the digital thing. I think the digital would probably be great because then I don't have to find the physical Bible yeah. in order to remember my notes. But um, I'm a big fan of, of being able to highlight. Yeah. I, I like yeah. opening up my Bible and seeing color that's what well and not just the color but what i what i miss about um when i don't have my physical bible is i can just be at that that scripture and what i yeah. believe the lord was showing me in the moment at that time is right there yeah. versus digitally now now you got to search for with it with this and... fancy thing i got now it kind of does all of that as i'm learning it with logos okay. yeah, it, yeah. it it does all of that it connects yeah. my thoughts anytime i put a scripture down any of my thoughts that i had on it with that verse it tells me cool. so it's awesome that can um, be pricey though so oh, it the is. Average yeah, i know like i know logos, yeah, it is it's, it's a pricey but uh but before i had that the platform i was using wasn't as fancy um but i loved reading digitally but then i would be like I would go back and read my my paper Bible, and I'm like, ah, these thoughts that I had here yeah. are helping me through some of this. So it's kind of a both and. I, yeah. I, I like both because I like to go back and see what the Lord was showing me yeah, back yeah. then when I was when I was looking through it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I actually bought something. I haven't utilized it yet, mm-hmm. uh, but I've got it on, in my office. Uh, so Amazon actually sold it. It was uh, way overpriced, but mm-hmm. they had a lightning deal. And so I was like, all right, <laughs> well, let's do it. Deal. You but because it. the lightning deal was only on the New Testament, I don't have the Old Testament okay. yet. So I, I'm, I'm waiting for them to put right. that on sale. Right. Uh, but for now, I've got the New Testament. And it's um, what they do is they put it in one uh, like box, mm-hmm. but it's each book of the New Testament as an individual book. Okay. Uh, and then yeah. it is the scriptures cool. are on the left-hand side, and the right-hand side is uh, journal space. Yeah, that's so cool. like you can you can read and, and write and take notes mm-hmm. uh, and then it's each one is contained its own little little thing. I was yeah, like, that's, 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 cool. Pretty cool. that's cool. And it's in the ESV, that's cool. which was like a bonus. Even for me. better if that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, had a lot of great talking points, uh, hopefully giving some people some some resource and stuff. Yeah. What I wanted to do to kind of close things out. My favorite method of studying the Bible and you may have a different method. And if you want to tell us your method, that's cool. But I don't have a fancy name for mine. So what's your method then? Like I said, it depends. I I look at the scripture. I look up the related scriptures, Uh the the related Uh words, and then write. Just kind of dig in. Yeah, I just I'm kind of a. a, I guess that's a good way to put it. I just dig in. I don't have a. uh, Yeah, I I like soap. I've attempted to use it before, Uh um, but I never stick with it. So I just go back to what I'm doing, and (laughs) I'll go back and find that eventually and learn if I applied it to my life. (laughs) But, yeah. So, yeah, so that's the method that I love. Uh, I don't use it for every time I study Mm -hmm. uh, Scripture, but if if, – especially if I'm teaching somebody else to start because sometimes I end up being kind of a digger like -hmm. like you are. And um, a lot of times, though, that is – because I've done soap so much, mm-hmm. even in my digging, I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, I was, I was trying to find what, what's the application for this and mm-hmm. observation. All yeah. that. So uh, soap stands for scripture, mm-hmm. observation, application, prayer. Mm-hmm. And so when you take 
uh, your Bible reading. You're not just reading it, you're studying it. And we're going to use soap, so we're going to take our scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be your verse of the day, your whatever Bible plan that you're going through, your book of the Bible that you've chosen, whatever that is. You read through your scripture. Then you're going to make observations about mm-hmm. it. What is God saying in this? Uh, are there are there themes that are in here? Yeah. Are there words that I should take notice of? You know, like it's... Uh, like, are there warnings in mm-hmm. this? Like, when there's a warning in Scripture, I'm, like, highlighting that, like, three yeah. times. Because, like, if, <laughs> right. if God felt it strong enough to warn somebody right. about it, right. I don't want to mess it right. up. Right? So, like, what are my observations? Like, what are the things that I need to, to, to know or to see mm-hmm. or to recognize in this? And then from the observations that we're, we're making, we're going to apply it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's not just about head knowledge. It's about doing something with it. The, yeah. the Bible is there to transform your life. Uh, but it's not just knowing what's in the Bible that transforms you. It's when you put it into practice. Right. Uh, and so application for the verse, what am I supposed to do with this as a result of reading it? Uh, and then we close with prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, we pray first and we pray last. It's, yeah. it's kind of how we operate. Uh, and so that prayer then is, God, thank you for your word. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for teaching me today. There's some things that I didn't quite understand. God, can you help me understand this better? Put somebody in my path this week that's going to answer these mm-hmm. questions or, yeah. you know, do, do something to help me understand better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there's something that you know you need to apply, but you're like, that's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. I know that this is going to yeah. be hard. Then, then that prayer is, God, give me the strength to actually do what I know your word is telling me mm-hmm. to do right now. Uh, and, then, and then I love closing it with, God, remind me of what I just read when I need it most. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the close of, of my prayers yeah. uh, when it comes to Scripture. So that's soap in a, in a quick nutshell. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something a little bit different for our podcast. So got got my phone out, opening up my version Bible app, uh, which is just, it's just a godsend. Uh, everybody <laughs> should have this on their phone. And actually know where it is. I love when I'm the talking nowhere. with somebody and they pull out their phone to pull up the Bible and they're like scrolling around trying right. to find them. Like, yeah. you know, read your Bible yeah. very often. Uh, it's so judgmental. But it is. It actually, you know, it actually it happens. I, I will silently judge you. Um, all right. So uh, the, the verse of the day, uh, we are recording this podcast on Monday. Uh, what is this? September, September 18th? 18th. So the verse of the day for September 18th is Psalm 34 verses 4 and 5. I, of course, will be reading from the ESV. I got the MEV open. Okay. All right. We'll see the differences. <laughs> All right. So the, in, in mine, it says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me mm-hmm. and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. So that's our scripture. Mm-hmm. Asa, let's make some observations. What, do, what are you noticing in this passage? Well, first is I sought the Lord. Um, I think that's... Uh, of the utmost importance, <laughs> seek Jesus <Right>. first. <laughs> um, so I, I noticed that they, he sought the Lord and and God answered um, and delivered from all my fears. So um, I love right there because it just simply tells me in those stressful, fearful type of situations, you might want to seek the Lord and get an answer. Um, and that will be what helps to relieve you of that pressure, of that fear. Um and then mine says, they looked at him and became radiant and their faces are not ashamed. Um, when I see that they looked at him and became radiant. Um, now, this is when I would be going and finding out, what's that word for radiant? Yeah. What does that, that really that's mean? That's the observation, right? Um, it's like, hmm, radiant, that's, a, that's an interesting. And faces shall never be ashamed. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Anyway? Right, right. Um, with, my, with my quick thoughts on that, I would say, I looked at him and became radiant. And their faces are not ashamed. I almost feel like it's a, um, 
you know how you can see the fear in somebody's eyes? I feel like following up that first part about fear is that once I seek God, get an answer and continue to look at him, you could see the pressure release. Yeah. That's the radiance to me is that that pressure release. Yeah. Um, you can see it on my face that, yeah. that something's changed yep. um, from God's word and from leaning into him. So that's how it Man, speaks to when me. When you've been stressed, when you've been fearful and all of a sudden there's a peace that shows mm-hmm. up, like you can see that on somebody's yeah, face. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so this is an interesting exercise because part of this is like highlighting the importance of reading a chapter mm-hmm. uh like because we just jumped into psalm 34 verses <laughs> four and five right and literally like uh, like the way i have it open i can't even see what's uh what's before or after mm-hmm. it's literally just the, yeah. the verse of the day which can be dangerous mm-hmm. so if this was uh, a, a lengthy study we would actually go what does he say before this right like, who mm-hmm. is this uh speaking is this a psalm of david mm-hmm. who is this talking about what what's the fear what's going on so like the observations i'd be making is okay he's seeking the lord that's valuable for all of us to do, but why is he seeking the Lord? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on in his life? He's answering me, delivering me from all my fears. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's he been afraid of? Yeah. Right. Uh, and then when I get to that, those who look to him are mm-hmm. radiant. Like in my Bible, I would have highlighted that. And then I would have pulled out my pen and I would have wrote Moses on the side mm-hmm. with a question mark. Yeah. And then I probably would have gone back to the story of Moses mm-hmm. when he's in the presence of God mm-hmm. and it transforms him yeah. and he leaves the presence of God and goes down to the people. And the people are like, yeah, bro, absolutely. Like you got to you got to cover your face because mm-hmm. we can't even look at you because you're just yeah. you're just glowing yeah. with the presence yeah. of God. So like for me reading that, it's like, OK, where else have I seen mm-hmm. radiance yeah. on somebody else's face? Yeah. And so that would that would trigger for me. Let me dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. So and that was truly deep. the first picture that jumped in my head when I saw Radiant was Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so absolutely. But it's interesting because it'll send you back to the story and then it sends me to let's, what, what does the word really mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of interesting, yep. just a different approach there. Yeah. Um, yeah so I like, I like that, it. though. OK, so there's some cool applica- or observations. What's your application? My application would be to do this often um, is <laughs> to seek Jesus um, and to and to do it, though. Before the trouble, before the fears, Um, I I think that to alleviate a lot of it before it ever happens is the more you stay in this seeking and putting the word in you and praying and talking to God, um, I think is a constant alleviation happening. So my application is do this, (laughs) like seek God. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would I would probably in that moment pull out my pen again Mm -hmm. and and start writing. Brent, are, are there things that you haven't sought God? Okay, on? yeah. Because I think sometimes I get so busy, like, making decisions, mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you're in leadership, and you gotta you got to move quickly. Yeah. And there have been times when I realized that I, I made a decision or I made a call or I said we should do something, and I look back and I was like, I didn't actually seek God on that. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't take the time to ask him if, if this is what he's wanting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I, what I want to do when I read something like that is, okay, my, my application to this is I need – to uh to seek the lord in everything yeah uh and and so i'd start jotting down like okay i haven't sought god on this problem or mm-hmm. this and that happens too where like a problem comes up and you're just like okay how can i solve this what what, what yeah. can i do and like sometimes honestly it's like i forget that there's a god that has better answers than i do yeah uh and so that'd be my kind of annotations to, yeah. to this this reading would be okay how, how can i how can I, uh, or what have I not been seeking God on? Mm-hmm. And let me fix that. And so my application then would be to not just say, I'm going to seek God on all things, yeah. but I would say, I'm going to seek God on 
blank, like yeah. fill in the blank, this exact thing from, from what happened today, what happened yesterday, mm-hmm. what happened last week, uh, this thing that I know I've been neglecting, I'm going to see God on that. Yeah. And then I would go seek him. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's really good. It, um, <laughs> I was thinking something in there. That's so good though. Really I, I like the different, the different, uh, approaches there. It's like yeah. apply it to what's happening right yeah. now. Um, whereas me, I'm like, yes, I should be doing this all the time. This is what I need to be doing. Exactly. So, well, and, and like, and here's, here's the cool thing that like we used to do is as college students, like, uh, we would do some Bible studies together mm-hmm. where everybody in the group had to give their observation or their application. A lot of times it would just be, what's the one thing that popped out at you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had a rule after like the first day of doing it mm-hmm. where we had this rule where you couldn't say something that somebody else already said. All right. And it was yeah, like, man, tough. that got, that got that tough. Cause it was like, okay, now it forced you to look deeper mm-hmm. and to, to look for something that, uh, that maybe nobody else has, has commented on or, mm-hmm. or noticed. And so yeah. it was, it was a great practice for us. Yeah. Uh, cause it, it really forced us to look at scripture and, and realize that that's part of what makes it alive and active right. Right. is that, uh, God can say something unique to you through mm-hmm. his word, yeah. uh, or say something that you didn't quite notice before. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you and I sat down with the same verse in a month, we might highlight something totally different. Yeah. We might be like, man, deliverance right there. Let's mm-hmm. really focus in on that. What does that word delivered really yeah. mean? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. It, there's so many things that we yeah. could make observations on. Yeah. The, and even if you're in like a moment of um, you've been seeking, but you don't quite have that answer. Yeah. Um, seeing something like this is that reminder yeah. to continue to stand, yeah. to be patient. Not up. Um, yeah. Because it says he answered me. So I'm going to continue <laughs> yeah. to stand and not quit. Yep. Um, so yeah, so many it. ways to, to yep. see that. That's and good. then we would, we That's would good. close with prayer and just say, Jesus, uh, help me with help. this. <laughs> like I am, I've been seeking you mm-hmm. and I have, I have not seen the answer mm-hmm. and I haven't quite been delivered from this mm-hmm. yet. Uh, and I'm still dealing with some of these fears. So mm-hmm. Jesus, I need you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Like the, you can turn this scripture right into your prayer. Yeah. And uh, it's a beautiful moment. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Great application to hey, how to apply soap. Apply it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so that's something you can do with a verse of the day or with mm-hmm. your Bible reading or, or whatever, but it, it's effective. It works. Yeah. I'm glad we could show people what it looks like in action. Yeah. And the good thing is that didn't take very long. No. And it was both of us going back and forth, and I don't know, maybe it took five, seven minutes. Yeah. But um, so it doesn't have to be, um, and I know that's a thing for people, it doesn't have to be this long moment. Yeah. Take little moments. Take yeah. little moments to seek God, and you can actually go deeper in a small moment. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be I sat there forever yeah. trying to go deep. You yep. know what I mean? But you thought through it. We thought yeah. through what the scripture is talking yep. about and how to apply it to our life. Now, mm-hmm. in that five minutes you did that, well, let's just say you get five more minutes later to do it yeah. again. Or you get another five minutes before you go to bed. I mean, you can squeeze in, yeah. wake up and do five minutes, and do five minutes every time you eat. Yeah. And literally, if you did that consistently over time, you're going to get a lot of meaningful word yep. in you just by those small chunks. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I, I like that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Studying the Bible. Yeah. It makes an impact. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. We're going to we're going to keep talking uh, Bible, New Testament. Uh, next week, we're looking at the Gospels Then we're going to look at Acts. Then we're going to look at the Pauline epistles, the general epistles and then Revelation. It's going to be so much fun. Awesome. Sounds yeah. good. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll yeah. be good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Asa. And for all of you, hope to see you next time as we are talking the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, four books, four perspectives, all with one message. It's going to be awesome. See you there.